are in troubling times in America. Now, I don't know where it's true or not, but I saw this the other day on Facebook. Hopefully, I pray to God it is true. If anybody knows, maybe you can tell me. But I saw something on Facebook where the Tennessee General Assembly, the House and the Senate, has voted it's going to Governor Lee's desk, and he, if it goes, he will sign it, that in every school in the state of Tennessee, there will be a plaque visible to everyone who walks in that says, In God We Trust. So I'm telling you, we, we, the Christian people, have sat back and took it long enough. I'm telling you that things are going to change. And, 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 and Governor Lee has already said, and I pray to God that they, they get this done, that, he, that he's going to sign this uh, uh, heartbeat law in the state of Tennessee. If a woman is pregnant and, and they detect a heartbeat, that it is illegal for, a, uh, for abortion. So I thank God that that is going to come. You know, here's the thing about it is, I know it's discouraging sometimes with stuff that goes on in, in the world. I've got word now, I, I don't even watch the news very seldom. Don't even watch it. Uh, uh, but, uh, but, but I found this a long time ago. If it's in the book, it's going to happen. And I, I choose to rely on what's in here. I don't rely on a man's opinion. I rely on what's in the Word of God. But I want to minister shortly this morning on uh, but God. Forty-three times in the Word of God, in the book here, 43 times in the Word of God, these two words are together. But God. But God. But God is a response from faith people facing a hopeless situation. Did you get that? But God. We say, well, uh, I'm, I'm upset and worried and all that, but God. He hadn't showed up yet, but he's coming. And so the devil can delay it for you. He can detour it for you, but he cannot deny it to you. But God, it's going to happen. I had a lady, she's gone home to be with the Lord now, and I never had really heard this until uh, Miss Anita used to say this all the time. We had this lady in our church. We went to church with her in Hendersonville years ago, and uh, she was an, an abused lady, uh, physically abused, her husband, a uh, drug addict and all that, and she had a hard life. And Becky and my wife and some ladies in the church started helping her and finally got her out of that situation, an abused situation. She had three children. <clears throat> and um, she worked up here at the um, veterinarian office, and probably, I don't know, didn't, probably didn't make a lot of money. But she had come out of the situation where she would believe God for anything. And you talk to Anita, and she'd say, well, I might be this, that, and that, but God. I just hear it all the time. And Anita went right back, but God. You understand I can't pay my light bill this month, but God. And so 
How she got this, I have no idea. Uh, she said uh, one time, been, I don't know, 17, 18 years ago now, she said, Brother Herb, I'm going to buy a house in Portland. Had three kids at that time, making only one working up here at the veterinarian office. Now, I didn't, I didn't tell her that, but I didn't believe she'd qualify for a house. I mean, she has no way that she's going to get this house. And she keeps saying, but God, but God, but God. Well, she come to church one Sunday morning. Brother Herb, I want you to come out Monday and look at my house. I said, Amanda, yeah, I can take it right to it right now. She said, but God. I said, how'd you get it? She said, but God. I said, I go out and look at her little house she bought. She bought a little house. Back then, I don't know, it was $40,000 maybe or whatever. A lot of money to her. But that was her saying, but God. And so I found out watching her life that she seemed like favor, even though she hadn't had really nothing, but seemed like God's favor was kind of on her, on things to protect her and stuff, you know. And so... I would see, do things, and I thought, well, man, I, I don't know. And then I got thinking about this, and I found out, number one, she never missed church. She's at church Sunday morning. If you had it Sunday night, Wednesday night, she was always faithful. Number one, that is one thing that will increase favor in your life is your faithfulness. And the second thing, I knew you were going to help me this morning. <laughs> Anita never missed a Sunday that she didn't put a check in the church. Never. I've never known her, ever. So I'm going to get to the story that I'm telling on her. She's in heaven now, so she can't dispute that it's not true. And so anyway... I got a call one day from this guy who runs a little shop over here in, in White House. And I used to, he used to work on my cars and stuff. And so uh, I hadn't seen him in, I don't know, a couple of years. And so this guy called me and uh, uh, he said, uh, Brother Herb, he said, I got a bill over here for you. He said, uh, you want me to just mail it to you? You want to come by and, 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 and get it? I said, Jimmy, I ain't, I ain't been over to your place. I said, I don't have no bill over here. He said, yeah. He said, I got a bill over here. It got your name on it. I said, well, how, how, how come, how'd that happen? He said, Anita brought her car over here and needed some work done on it and said, you're going to pay for it. <laughs> but God... You know what happened? I paid for it. So, Nita come to church that Wednesday night. I said, Anita, I said, I got a call from Jimmy, and he said that you took your car over there, and it was 200 and some odd dollars worth of work that, that had on it, and uh, you told him that, that I would pay for it. I'm serious. Here's what she said. But God, she didn't say thank you, go to H, or nothing. 
She just said, but God, if we could get where we would just believe God, if we would just get where we say, but God, I know that I've got some problems, but God, I know that, you know, I, I, uh, I, I know back and I told you this story back when Becky and I was young and dumb, we lived in uh, Hendersonville, and so uh, they didn't have, uh, thank God, they didn't have caller ID or nothing back then, you know. And so I know none of y'all been where I've been. But I have been get paid on Friday and not have enough to go to Monday. Now, I know I'm the only one that's done that here. But it did. And, you know, uh, what would happen was I'd have to lie every Friday. I'd get off of work, done used up all my money, and the bill collector's called. Well, I want to speak to Herbert. Uh, this is his brother, but he's not here right now. Make up all kinds of excuses. That was before I found out, but God could take care of my situation. And I found out now, I just believe God going to take care of my situation no matter what the situation was. I felt a break in my chest this morning while they was worshiping. I, I, I felt like pressure come off my chest. Chest. I got to go see the cardiologist tomorrow. But I felt something in worship is like something, something in my chest. So we'll find out. Well, I don't know where I was at now. Oh, Proverbs, the third chapter. I want, I, want, I want to challenge you this week to read Proverbs 3. It is an entire chapter, not, not very long. You can read it in 15 minutes. But Proverbs 3 is a favor chapter. That's what, that's what I call it, is a favor chapter. Now, I'm going to show you about the, about the favor of God. Proverbs 3, verse 1, it says, My son, do not forget my law. Now, he's telling us how to receive favor. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my command. For length of days and long life and peace will be to you. How can I have that? Because I I, I don't forget his word, the law. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now look what happens. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Now, you won't, we're talking about favor this morning, having favor with God. You know there's people, and, and you've seen people, it seems like they just have it easy. I've seen people, it seems like, just see, well, it seems like they have it pretty easy. Seems like the favor is God's on them. We don't know what they do because there's things that you do to increase favor in your life. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to pick on this boy and girl over here because they've been here a long time, and I married them, so I've got a right to pick on them. I saw something the other day, and uh, I don't get on Facebook, Facebook much, but I saw something the other day, and this girl had on Facebook talking to, to, to somebody, uh, and I, I thought, I want to make sure that I never, ever get on the bad side of Kathy Cohen. But, buddy, she will put the, she will put the, the word on you. But I found out with these two here, and we're talking about the favor of God in their life. I have seen them, and I'm bragging on you too, but I have seen them be out of town, fly into the National International Airport at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And you know where they are at 930? Right here in this church. Never miss church. Commitment is one of the keys to increase favor in your life. I was talking to this guy yesterday, talking about this preacher, and he said there's no commitment in the church anymore. Well, I knew that would go over good. <laughs> but he was talking about it. He said, you know, it seemed like that there's no commitment anymore. They might come. They might not come. Might come. May not come. You know, it, you know commitment increases God's favor for you. And so this guy was telling me, he's a friend of mine, actually we were in business together. He said, I'll tell you one thing, uh, uh, Pastor. He said, I will say this about you. August 22nd, 1990, he was there under that old tent in White House, Tennessee. He said, the night that you got saved, there was never any question if you're going to serve God. Well, let me tell you something. When I got saved, I got saved. I just didn't get something, uh, well, I might have it today and not have it tomorrow. I've had it ever since then. And I've never missed church. And commitment is what brings favor in our life. Well, let me go on because we're going to get uh, tied up here. And uh, the Methodists will beat y'all to the restaurant. Now, if you look about favor, and one of, the, one of the number one people in the Bible who God showed tremendous favor to was Joseph. You know the story of Joseph, you know. And so Joseph and his brothers, remember they put him in a pit, remember that? In, Deuteron- I mean, uh, in uh, Genesis 37, we see that... Uh, that his brothers had sold him, um, uh, was going to sell him. They put him in a pit. I can tell you this for Joseph, because God's hand was on Joseph. And here's the thing about it is, jealousy put him in the pit, but favor brought him out. His brothers, jealous of him, put him in the pit. But then God's favor brought him out. And you might think, well, how did God's favor brought him out? Because they sold him to the Ishmaelites, and they're going to take him down to, uh, to, to, to Egypt. But God had a plan for Joseph's life. And we know now that, that, that they sold him, put him in the pit, and they sold him. Now look what happened once Joseph got to Egypt. 
they sold him and went to Potiphar's house, who was like a captain in, in the, uh, the army, Egyptian army. In 39, chapter 39, it says, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him and took him down there. Now look what he said here. The, now he, he, he is a prisoner. Verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Look then. And the Lord made all he did prosper. He is in the enemy's camp, the enemy's house. God is prospering Joseph even with the enemy. Why? Because of the favor upon his life. And Joseph found favor. Look what he said in verse 4. And Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and put all he had under his authority. Here is Joseph in a pit, goes to Potiphar's house. Potiphar makes him in charge of the whole uh, uh, getting the boo of his house. Joseph now is in charge of everything because of the favor of God that was upon him. That God has singled him out. And we're going to see why, why Joseph had so much favor. I can tell you why he got so much favor in just a minute. Now, he's in Potiphar's house, and Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him. Now, I read one thing. I don't know if it's true or not. Nobody knows for sure. But I, but, 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 but I doing some reading, they said Potiphar's wife was a looker. That was like one of the little things. She was a looker. So here is Joseph. What's wrong? Are y'all laughing at me? And so here is Joseph in Potiphar's house, and Potiphar's wife tries to get Joseph to go to bed with him. And Joseph, because of his commitment to his master, refused her. Then she got a scheme. Remember that? She tore some of her clothes and all that. Got a scheme to get Joseph thrown into prison. So here now Joseph starts out in the pit. He goes to Potiphar's house, and now he's in prison. Now, in verse 21 of chapter 39, And the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in sight of the prison guards. It's like this. Wherever he went, the favor of God was on him. You know, that's like you. Now, you hook up to God, do what God tells you to do, be favor with God. There ought to be a fog following around you. Fog. F-O-G. Favor of God. We walk around and say, brother, that's something over your head. It's the favor of God. If something following you, it's the favor of God. Let me tell you something. 
I will not be defeated. I will not quit. The devil cannot disturb me, destroy me, and get me uh, 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 out of the will of God. Because God has blessed me. And not only has he blessed me, he blessed Miss Becky because of me. You know, she wouldn't be going uh, to Chico's and uh, Coldwater Creek and, and uh, all these other places if I wasn't, didn't have the favor of God on me. That's why she's hooked up with me for 51 years. She knows a good thing when she sees it. I mean, she'd get up in the morning and she said, I see there's something about you. I said, yeah, it sure is. I just said, it's the favor of God. It's like the Bible talked about King Midas. Had the Midas touch. Said everything he, he touched turned to gold. It was in the Bible called King Midas. Everything you touch. If you get hooked up with God and make a commitment with God, you'll find out God will turn your situation around. In a hurry. Now, he goes down, and now he's, he, he's in the prisoner. He's in prisoner. And the Lord was with him. Now, in verse 41, chapter 39, then through all of this, I don't have time to go through all this this morning, but through all of this, Joseph was interpreting dreams. And and so Pharaoh wanting to know about the dream, they didn't understand. And so they said, well, there's a little guy in prison over here. He knows about dreams and stuff. So he interpreted the dream. So it come back to Pharaoh. Now look what Pharaoh did. Well, Pharaoh said uh, in verse 38 to his servant, can we find such a one that the, that a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one more deserving and wise of you. Now, he was, a, he was illegal in the country. He's a prisoner. Kind of like this country. We just bring them in and take care of them. Then what? look what Pharaoh said. You shall be over my house and all of my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. The number two man in all of Egypt was Joseph. Now, you know the story. <clears throat> There's a famine in the land, and Joseph's uh, brother, the one who put him in the pit, now, now Joseph is in the palace. Do you know what happened when they came to him when they needed something? Joseph didn't hold, hold no bitterness. When his brothers came and they were hungry, and Joseph was in authority, and all he had to do was say, no, they don't get it. And he fed his brothers because he was a committed man of God. There's two things that will cause favor to be rampant in your life. Your conviction and your commitment. Well, I thought sure to God I'd get an amen out of my wife. Did you? 
I'm, I'm glad you... Well, sometimes it takes a while for us to get it. Conviction, your conviction, and your commitment. I'm going to serve God. If it hair lips the devil, I am serving God. It makes no difference. That is my commitment and my conviction, bless God. Now, I told you about Proverbs. Now, turn back over to Proverbs real quick, and we're going to end up right here. Have y'all, is this okay? Well, nobody's saying anything, so I didn't know. Don't write no letters on this one. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Now, here's how you get favor. Now, I want you to read this when you go home because I, I want you to see that. Here's how you get more favor in your life. Is there anybody who would like to have more favor in your life? I think everybody would. Operate in God's favor. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And look what I said. It will be health to your bones. And strength. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Health to your flesh and strength to your bone. Honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruits of all your increase. Why would we do that? So your bank account will be filled. I'm just going to add that right there. You don't say that, but I'm going to add that there. Why should you honor the Lord with your, your first fruits? So your bank account will have money in it. And your vats will overflow with new wine. Symbolic of the Holy Ghost. I don't know if you found this out or not, but I can tell you this. You go to Kroger and buy a, 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 a bag, a load of uh, of groceries and roll it up to the counter. You better have something besides how you're doing. They're going to want money. It takes money. And God wants to bless you and give it to you. He wants you to have enough. He doesn't want His people struggling. And if people are struggling, there's something wrong somewhere. There's a shortcut Somewhere, if, 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 if there's crisis every week in your home, there's a shortcut somewhere. Now, in Joel 2.23, I got, oh, Lord, I got to hurry. In Joel, the second chapter, verse 23, here's what God said here. Rejoice in the Lord your God. He has given you the former rain faithfully. He will cause rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. Now, what he said, he's talking about conviction and commitment. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. He said, I'm going to restore to you the years that the devil stole from you. And the Bible says this. That I, that I can, by, by, by being a child of God, I can, can command the devil to return it back to me seven times. So I want to see God bless you. Let's all stand.
I had to cut this short because I know the children are going somewhere, and so. Um, but I hope you got something out of this about the favor of God Amen. and how to operate in the favor of God. Real shortly, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray. Just I'm gonna take.